Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Awakenings with Michelle Mache, the weekly dose of spiritual and metaphysical insights and information for navigating the soul path. Listeners are invited to call into the show for a reading or with questions and comments. Call 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Also, join the Sacred Space of Empowerment live chat. To create a username, register with Blog Talk Radio. It's great to connect with all of you here. Hello, everyone, and welcome. If you're new to the program, welcome to the program. Uh, If you've been here a while, tried and true. Always great to connect with all of you here. Um, If you're new, I'm Michelle Mache, and you have surfed into Awakenings the place for metaphysical insights um, and a focus on spirituality and connecting to our soul. So we do it all here a little bit, and we also do reading. So if you're interested in that, that number is 347-539-5122. And if you're in the chat, you can always uh, ask questions in the chat. If you're new to the program and you want to get in the chat to interact, all you need to do is sign up, and that's just, I believe, your email Choose a login name that'll show in the chat. Um, you'll get an email by verification and verifying you. And um, you'll get that by email really quickly. And I believe click on that and you can get in the chat room, the sacred space of empowerment room. We always have a great time. They ground the energy, lots of great insights, a lot of cross dialogue. You know, I've been <clears throat> working on another. Um, for another radio program for quite a while. And um, I've been saying, oh, you guys, we have to have a chat. You have to have a chat room. So um, whatever my next project is, I am requesting a chat room. Even if it's regular radio, somehow we've got to ha- have it. Because I love my multitasking. <laughs> and I love my inter- people that just listen just by the computer, just by internet, as well as in the chat room, but I also love my listeners that call, you know, listen by phone and those of you that call in and keep the show spicy. And I love people listening via the archives. So I love it all. Those of you that know me personally know that I like variety because that's what the soul is all about is variety. All right. I do see callers. I see callers in queue. We will be getting to you. Um, You guys have no idea. Let's see, what kind of a morning have you had? I have had, it kind of started very mellow, meditative. I've been doing my high vibes, so I was doing my bilateral stimulation, my cross crawls, my standing asana, or also known tree pose, doing my meditation. I did some readings, did a lot of um, some healing work in the morning, a little conversation, and then ah, all <laughs> hell breaks loose. Behind the scenes, trying to log into my account to start the show, wouldn't let me log in, wouldn't let me log in. I had to call Sadie, producer, his husband's a tech whiz, you had to talk to him. And then, Jan, are you there? So you're just calling me because the, the, the specs for the YouTube banner, because you know I'm doing these lovely, that I really love, um, readings on YouTube, and uh, you guys join me there. Subscribe. I love it. Um, There's a lot of insights. It's just amazing 
how interconnected we all are. If you ever had any doubt that you have a higher self, that you are interconnected to everything and everyone, and that it's possible to get your messages, you know, from really coming from yourself but through other people, and that there is a God or a spirit or a spirit team or guardian angels, if you ever doubted that, not just my YouTube site, Light Being 21, which is also Michelle Mache, you can just go there, um, other readers. And I love this. I, this is why I love working by phone. I love doing this podcast, you know, because I, it just proves. It proves the point. It proves the miracle that we all are. It proves the magic and the mystery. Why am I able to pick up on people's vibes just by their phone, you know? And it has nothing to do with tone of voice or it's all energy. You know, it's reading the energy patterns that we are. But I get so much feedback, and it's just amazing that I'm telling you, I will be doing these readings, and all of a sudden I get this, I call them soul stories, and I'll just hear, and I'll see this story, or I'll hear a question, and then, boom, the energy comes in. The, the answer comes in. I can feel the energy. My crown chakra starts tingling. I feel this openness, and all of a sudden I'm just, you know, talking about someone that they just moved or they lost their job or they, you know, they were in the hurricane or, you know, they, they moved out of the country and now they're moving back and some really specific things, sometimes names specific. And I'm like, I don't know where this is coming from. It's like, whoa, but it's the power of that, you know, ask and receive, ask and you shall receive. When we really ask, when we keep asking, when we put it out there, and I mean out into the universe, out into the ethers. There has to be a quest. There's a call. It's like the seeker becomes the finder. We, when we seek, we find. How many of you have ever gone shopping? This always happens to me. And it's because you put the, when the intent is strong. You want to buy something. You've been looking for something. You know? And, oh, you don't find it. You go a few places. And then what happens? Shortly thereafter, you find it or you find multiples of it something is recorded whether it's hours later week late weeks later months later years later and that's also by the way everyone that's also the the law of return uh, which reminds me i need to do another teleworkshop on the universal laws because that one oh i'm just getting a little download now that one is really coming around um those of you that live in the state, she'll be coming around the mountain when she comes. The karma will be coming around the mountain when it comes. The karma will be coming, oh, the karma will be coming, oh, the karma will be coming when it comes. That's the kind of mood I'm in. <laughs> yes, so the law of return. <laughs> I know I kind of digress here. Um, there is a lot coming back around, and... Part of it has been these eclipses that it has disappeared. Cameron's laughing in the chat with me. These eclipses that we had this year, the three of them, disappeared a lot or, or made it screwy or skewy, scared the heck out of us all. Ah, what's happening? This is gone. That person's gone. This is bouncing in. What is this? Where am I going? But a lot of you have been getting a heads up as to the preview of what's coming around the end of this year into next year. This is why the guides and the Oversoul said, 
and through many of your higher selves said, a lot will be blocked this year. It'll be slow moving. And we had all these retrograded planets, which are starting to go direct. Although Venus uh, in Scorpio, I believe 10 10 degrees Scorpio, rolled back. Now, why did it roll back? Why are these, let's, let's look at this. Why are these other planets starting to move forward? And actually, that's not really slow down to look. It's like, it's like slowing down the car, slowing down the bicycle, slowing down the car, slowing down the skateboard, or you get off the skateboard to look, right? What do we, when we really want to look, when we really want to see something, what do we do? We slow down to look. It's an anthem to the ego, wants to speed things up, wants to get out of the gray zone, wants to be black or white, yes or no, let's go. So some of you had this last October. There were some openings and new directions for you, which I hoped I was in that group, but I'm, I'm not. I'm in the end of the year and the next year group. So what's happening is the slowing down. However, now that there's starting to be forward movement, Pluto going direct in, in Capricorn. We're seeing the results of what is our system personally and collectively built, right? I tell every, I'm saying it again, I believe it's 2023. That's when there's going to be massive, massive group, community, individual changes when Pluto goes into Aquarius. This is prep. We're also going to have made big changes happening in how we think and what we're attracted to and what we believe you know, living by faith and spirit will be more prevalent when Saturn moves into Sag the end of the year. And I believe Jupiter is also going into um, Jupiter going into Sag as well. So, what does this mean? We've had we have had we have had Jup- we have Jupiter and Scorpio pushing us deeper, deeper. Bring it all out. Bring the big Jupiter is the big flashlight. It's the big light. It's the beneficent. It, it's beneficial. It's helpful. It can bring windfalls of love, money, abundance, great health. It brings a lot of something. But sometimes it can – it depends where, how it's aspected. Sometimes it can bring too much of something. Or we might think, woo, this is too much. But it's been shining. Look at all this stuff that's coming up, especially in the States, about United States, sex and, uh, you know, the Me Too movement and power over because what? Scorpio is ruled by Pluto, ruling planet. So it's digging this up. Power, power struggles, power over, overpower. What is true power? What about sex? What about sexuality, sensuality? Not just procreation, not just making babies, right? <laughs> not just creating a picture, but pleasure. What is, what is that? Pleasure and pain. What is true power or empowerment? So that's been shining and coming up and coming up and coming up, right? All that's coming up. The ideas of money, give and take, legacy. What is exchange of energy? What is energy? Don't focus just on what you can see, but go beyond what you can see. Go into the subtle energy. And now we have Venus going back again saying, okay, okay, we've we've been pulling all this up. You've been looking. Now really look. Now with the changes that have come, from these eclipses, where are you at and what's, what remained? What's really important? What are your values? Venus isn't just about money or luxury. It's about values. What do you value? How do you value? What do you love and how do you love? How do you express love? How do you want love expressed to you? Love, appreciation, 
validation. It's also squeezing people to look and say, be authentic, be who you really are. Remember who you are and be who you really are. And the more that you are authentic and, and are being who you really are and doing what you really love to do, making the decisions that really are authentically you, that really not just support you but validate you as a being, your sacredness in your own life, you're going to attract your soulmates, twin souls, soulmates, soul tribe. You're going to attract more people that are resonating on the same level to be supportive. And it's amazing when that starts happening, but it happens out of the loss. Out of the loss, we see what really remains and what really matters. You know, I remember years ago when I was modeling, I had, I remember a boyfriend. I loved him dearly. He was amazing. Amazing guy. But he was very taken by the world, you know, that I was living in, you know. And I guess because of my spirituality and I had regular friends that were not in the industry, and, I, and actually the most of the models or actors I attracted were also on a conscious path. Um, I, you know, and I was a bit of a tomboy growing up, so. I think I liked it. You know, I, li- I loved it. I liked it. I li- I li- and I liked the perks. You know, you get flown here and there, private planes, private jets, whatever. Uh, you know, champagne at your table and everything's calmed. You get into, you know, you don't wait in line at the best clubs and, you know, traveling around, jet setting and this club and that. But I remember him once just so, like, enamored with it and, oh, my God, and the champagne. Oh, we got this. Oh, we got right in or we got this table. And I remember I looked at him and I said, oh, that won't last. I go, there's always someone right behind. I said, I'm just the latest flavor. And he didn't understand. (laughs) But that's life on the egoic level, right? It's like, okay, yeah, right now I have this attention because I look a certain way and I'm in the certain circles. Okay, but it's not always going to be that way. So I wasn't attached to it. It was fine. It was nice. But that wasn't my identity. And he got really caught up in it and, you know, kind of spun out and got and I And I was, was like, well, these are not real true friends or acquaintance friends or, you know, air, air kiss friends. Hi, how are you? I love seeing them. I love being around them. I love dancing. I love going out. I, I enjoyed all that. But it wasn't my sense of identity. And so this is what this Venus retrograde is saying is what is what are you really about? Like the other things, like them, enjoy them. But however, what really sustains you? And people are going to find out, especially as it's in Scorpio, digging deep, that it's your connections, it's your relationships, it's your relationship to yourself, it's your spirituality, it's your faith. The other things are are fun. They're props. They're fun. They're great. Whatever it is for you, what is it the job? Is it the is it the, the again? Because you're looking at value, and seeing yourself more as value valuable. Seeing your value is also going to be key. So you can play in those realms, whether it's a big house, a little house, a house by the sea. Is it a trailer? What I don't know. What is your thing? Is it getting in an RV? Just recognize. But that's not you. It's something you're experiencing. It's something fun to do. Like when you dress up on Halloween, that's not you. It might be a part of you or aspect of you or, it's a, or you're, you're in a costume that you go, oh, that's going to be fun to play, you know, or I want to be scary. 
So it's that lightening up with the labels and our roles and not over-identifying with them. Because, see, that's what the unevolved ego, the, the constructed ego out of fear will have you do. And, of course, a mainstream society and consciousness has not only propagated it, that's reinforced that behavior, that this is your identity. Now that you're a mother, you can do this and you can't do that. Now that you're married. Now that you're divorced, you know, or you're not married yet, or now that you're 21, you know, now that you're 18. I mean, who thinks about this? 21, how, I, I thought about this the other day, that what do most people do, kids do at that age, is they go out and get drunk because they're 21. Now, what a we? <laughs> come on, people. <laughs> I'm all for, a, you know, a drink or two. But <laughs> what is that? You know, I thought about the other day, I thought, where – what is that is the most un, non-life and what are the most non not be but that's a very non-life enhancing thing to do and to identify that that age means you can get out go out and get beep faced you know shit faced right I mean what so what is we got to look at these well, what does thirty mean and fifty mean and you're fifty now or you're forty now or you're this or that or you've really what it the slowing down you know you don't have to get a minivan or a van because you're a mother or a father I hate that I've had so many friends that once they got kids and they didn't even like minivans and they got the minivan to take the kids I'm like don't get a minivan you don't have to get that's not necessarily the safest car you know I I salute the the mother that keeps the, the Porsche it's got the baby in the back seat with you know in the car seat so um, Gemini Moon is saying, right, Michelle, teaching our kids 21 is about drinking. Yeah, I thought about that. I thought, why did the heck, where did that come from? That It's everywhere. I mean, I lived in Europe. It's there too, but it's really huge in the United States. I mean, because I think it's Europe, they, they have a different relationship to drinking. Kids drink, you know, at family occasions, sometimes with dinner, you know, in the teens anyway. And 18, they usually start drinking earlier. But the, these milestones, we really have to start peeling those back. We really have to look at them, peel them back, and, and say, cancel, cancel, I'm not buying into this. I'm not buying into this non-life enhancing belief or behavior or idea. You know, or, or at least check in with yourself and see where can I update this so that it's more conscious, that it's more life enhancing, that it's more soul connecting. You know, and a lot of that comes from, again, the looking below the surface. This is what this Venus retrograde, I believe it's the 5th to the 10th or 16th of November, I believe. And then it uh, goes into Libra. So then it's going to be about expressing that with yourself and then with others. What you find gets expressed with and through the other, which is the other aspects of yourself and other aspects outside yourself or seemingly outside people other people in your life. So I would say right now, dig deep. I've been writing about this on my blog. Um, and in fact, my last blog post is, was about digging deeper. You really want to get to the light, dig deeper, and then dig a little deeper. Stop and look. Ask yourself, you know, do I really need this? Get off the hamster wheel of over-consuming, overdoing, and bring that mindfulness into your life. Allow It's there naturally. Uh, you know, I'm to support this, is about the big part of this is getting to your your vision. What is your vision? What are you really envisioning for your life? 
but your life first and foremost individually, then if you're coupled, if you have family, you know, if you have children, get them into it. What are they envisioning? What are you all envisioning together? What is the vision? And what's the vision from your soul? What is What really reflects you and honors the sacredness of your life? So really in support of this, I'm going to do a teleworkshop on the, I believe it's the 20th. Is it the 13th? I got to look. On uh, the power of intention and vision. And so we're going to be doing some clearing, releasing the past, the cords from the past, because that's a big part of it. It is the 13th of this month, and I'm doing it. So if you want to find out more information, you can go to soulplayground.life. Uh, you can also go to eventbrite.com and uh, power of intention and visioning and what it is is harnessing that power because we are envisioning our life all the time and by our vision by what we think and feel by the repetitive thoughts that's why i've been doing the high vibes which by the way i have high vibes bracelets that people are going to be getting by what we are envisioning is what begins to gain in energy and take shape and form because to manifest something, there has to be a strong idea held in place and enough of the vibrational frequency of whatever it is that you're imagining or a group is imagining or the world is imagining. And so this is why we're at this beginning, this crescendo of this tipping point, because people are imagining differently. They're reimagining. People, more and more people are awakening we're in the next level, the root awakening, where that's the part of the awakening phase. There's multiple ways to awaken. And so in this phase of awakenings, the individual and the collective is the root awakening. Like, whoa, you know, it's like being on stage and you're kind of, you know, back in these old movies, you're yanked off with the hook. Oops, enough time on that stage. Time to go to a new one. Enough time. So what is enough time in your life right now? You know, get the wake-up call. It reminds me years ago when I had Pluto in my second house, and I started, by the way, when I was modeling, I started giving away stuff. And people were freaking out. My, my you know, hoity-toity friends were like, don't give that away. Don't worry. And I knew. I said, because if I don't go with this cycle, it will be taken away drastically. So this, what I'm really wanting to share with all of you, it's about understanding the cycles, your individual cycles, and how is it fitting in with the, with the collective, the group cycle, you know, the world cycle, universal cycle, and how do you go with that? If everything is about paring down, don't try to fight the cycle. Find where do you need to pare down? Where are the excesses? Where are the areas that no longer ring true for you? What truly supports you? What people? You know, who and what really supports you? And open up to that. That's a form of abundance, you know, beyond you know, the monetary, it includes the monetary, but it's what sustains you. You know, one of my dear friends and clients and works with me as well, Josie, she always says, you know, we used to do these inner and outer wealth series and, you know, we'll bring them back at some point, but she's like, what would you do if the money wasn't there? And she said, in times of catastrophes, it's not always about the money. Maybe you can't get to the ATM or you only have so much cash stashed. It's people coming together. You see it in these hurricanes and um, 
you know, tornadoes and, you know, fires. People come together with what they have. So we don't have to enact a lot of that. We don't have to call that in individually or collectively. But we can pause. As Venus is retrograde, we can pause and go, hmm, this is so interesting. Tragedies bring people together. Well, how about coming together without the tragedy? How about making that a little bit more of a priority to talk to the neighbor, to wave, to leave enough space in your day that if the line is long at the grocery store, the market, or wherever you're at, you're not stressed, and you you can talk to the person behind you or to the side of you. You can talk to the checkout person. I know it sounds sappy and it sounds small, but that's consciousness, and that's the kind of consciousness that makes changes. When enough people are living more like that, that becomes the reality. That becomes a priority. So each of us individually has a lot of power through our intention. And visioning isn't just taking time to do it in a meditation. It's how we live our life. Are we living out our vision as much as possible? You know, or, or our priorities. You know, are we living our, um, not just goals, but our, our values, what we value? So I, I talk, you know, I'm not perfect, but I do try to do that. I, you know, I keep the space. I make sure I wave, I look, I stop. Not always when I'm walking you know, with my nose in the phone. You know, I honor her. You know, sometimes my nose is in the phone, of course, or I'm taking pictures, you know, from my Instagram and Facebook and chatting and leaving videos for people that are doing my workshops. Um, yes, it's all of that, but, but there's, a, so there's a sacredness. There's a pause. You allow the pause, so that's when the mystical miracles come in. If you don't allow the space, people say, well, how come this isn't happening, or I missed this, or I didn't see this, because you didn't allow the space. Space is scary to the ego. It's uncertain, the unknown. So we are clearing the decks, get clear, because when the big changes start, again, for some it will be the end of the year, November, December. Uh, we do have an energetic change, uh, quite a big shift actually, um, mid-month, this month. So that's another reason why I'm doing that workshop on the 13th. So we are going to have some openings. There's going to be some energy where, you, you know, people are going to be going, woo, hey, I thought I was stuck. But then it's going to slow down again. So the greater change or more consistent change or the, what's tangible is happening the end of the year and by January 20th. That kicks off because we have the, the other um, – what you experience during these eclipses this year, especially the, the one in um, July, uh, will be reoccurring. So something could be coming back. A new something more tangible and a more tangible result when we have the the Capricorn Cancer eclipse, and this time it will be Capricorn Sun and Cancerian Moon. So those of you that are in astrology or know your chart, you want to look and see what houses that's affecting. Same with the the Venus um, in Scorpio. You know that will tell you where to look for what you appreciate or how to appreciate. But that's the heads up. That is the energetic forecast. And where do you fit into that? How do you fit into that? All right, let's find out. Uh, Let's get to callers right now. 
Hello, you're on Awakenings with Michelle Mache. Welcome to the program. Hi, Michelle. It's Michelle. How are you? Hey, hey, Michelle. I'm doing great. Good to connect. Um, so my question is, so last week I had two interviews, so feeling a little bit deflated. One, I was overqualified. One, I was all underqualified, which okay. I figured because I didn't feel right about them. But I've been unemployed over three months now, so I'm just kind of curious if you have any details on what might be coming up. Please and thank you. Okay. Okay, I love that. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Well, you're coming into that kind of little delay zone, getting clearer about what it well, – well, one thing I do hear, I do hear a no becomes a yes. So somebody is coming back around, and I actually feel you're going to have choice. Michelle getting a job soon. Um, I would say November. It absolutely shows a job. It could be. It could be. um, Let me see. Is it Libra? No, I'm getting. Yeah, I feel November. I feel like there is. I feel like there's something that you're going to um, interview for. And you're just going to have a good feeling about it. I don't know. It feels like a last-minute thing. It's I feel chilly, chilly outside, but but okay. the sky is very bright, bright blue, and uh, crisp. It's crisp, and you might even get a coffee or a tea or something, or you stop at the store after. Then I hear you. Oh, I heard something right away, and they want you to come back again. So I feel like when you're there's a few. Um, There's, yeah, there's a, there's a few kind of back and forth, and then I feel this other one comes in. You're going to hear from both of them. Oh, cool. Do you know what the other, do you know what the other one is that I'm picking up? Well, they said you may not know. It's out of the blue. It might have been from a while ago. Well, so I was hoping to go back to the company I was at for almost two years, and oh, now I'm kind of I'm wondering hearing... if it's that. Oh, yeah. it might be them. Maybe. Okay. It might be then because it's someone that has all your stuff on file. So your choice, and again, slow down and just see where you're drawn to because your choice is going to be, I, I feel you're going to have choice. I feel somebody okay. that's coming back that knows that knows you well. All right, awesome. Michelle. You just get goosebumps. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hello, you're on Awakenings. Welcome to the program. Hello? Yeah, you're on air. What's, what's your first name? Bianca. Hi, Bianca. Hi, how are you? What's your, I'm doing great. What's your question? Good. Um, I just kind of wanted a general reading about my school life and that I'm on the right path in school. Okay, what can you tell me about Bianca? Just... Keep yourself open and keep it light. I feel like you kind of, you've been in a mode where you want to kind of fix it all or know it all or know what's going to happen. You want it kind of all in alignment. And I feel you're in this unfolding. Um, is this a new – are you newly at school? Because it shows something um, new around you in regards to school. Did you change schools or something? No, but I, this is like the first quarter that I'm taking like real college classes. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay. 
Because, yeah, it shows something new about school. You know, you're, you're kind of having to, I don't know, it's a different energy than I see last year. Um, no. No, I'm just getting to keep it light and, you know, remember the, the social aspect as well. But it's saying you're on your path to destiny. There is cooperation with what you're doing and what you're studying. But keep it light. I, I feel like there could be changes down the road. Okay. Yeah, there could be changes. Yeah. Okay. But, but you're on Perfect. the right track. You're on the right path. Yeah, and you. I feel like, uh, um, yeah, this month is, you're going to do fine. You're going to do fine, actually. It, show, it shows this month. A lot of cooperation, friends around. Yeah, going out, dating. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be, keep it, yeah, it looks good. All right, Bianca, thanks for calling in. Thank you so much. Have a good one. You too. Hello, you're on air. Welcome to Awakening. We're live. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. It's Mary Beth. Ah. Hey, Mary Beth. Hello. Hi. Thank you. I had a question. Um, I've been feeling a call to kind of travel lately, and I wanted to see if you saw anything like that in my future. Yes. Absolutely. I don't even like to t- just to tune in. It shows absolutely. And um, it's so for you right now. I'm getting, see with the caller ahead, it, there's an energy of lightening up. I think we've all, things have been really heavy in responsibility and obligation are doing the right thing. And I'm really feeling like there's also growth in play. So, yes, I do feel travel definitely around you. And keep a diary, a journal. You might even do something later online with it because I feel travel is also part of your uh, soul's path. Even if you haven't done a lot of it, I feel like there's an opportunity starting even next year, like March on, to somehow move it into your work, what you do with your work. So there, there could awesome. be an opportunity there for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely in your path of destiny is what I'm hearing. So you're kind of awakening to that is what I'm hearing. Awesome. All right, Mary Beth, enjoy. Thank you. You're welcome. Hello, you're on Awakenings. Welcome to the program. Hi, hi Michelle. Thanks for taking my call. It's Cynthia. You're welcome. Hi, Cynthia. Um, Welcome. Hi. I've called you before. I wanted to ask you... um, so one of my good friends, she passed this morning at like 419, and I called in mm-hmm. back to you in July, and two other friends had died, and all three of these friends have been friends of my husband, who will be a year past on October 16th, and then my aunt oh. passed at 90. Oh. In, Were you um, taking September. care of somebody, someone? Um, well, I wasn't, I was taking care of my husband years, a year ago, but these people, Before, you know, okay, were friends. Yeah, but but Rayanne, okay. the past, I was up there all week at the at the hospital, so she just passed. Okay, four uh, nineteen. So my question is, um, is there like a, a soul group of why I seem to, in less than a year now, four friends have died and my husband died? Are they like part of a soul group for me to connect to? Is that why I'm like always? Okay around well a couple things now 
You have, okay, this is interesting. You have, like, you know, many of us have many lives within one life, but I feel you, you have a de- demarcation. It's like one life on this earth plane ending, how you see or identify yourself, and, in, and a new one beginning. Yes, they were part of your soul tribe, uh, and they still will be. You'll still be able to be, obviously, in contact with them, you know, obviously not as dense, tangible, physical experience. But I feel for you, and it, and it happened all at once, a couple things. You do have this energy around you of being mm, a healer, a bridger. You're able to care. There's a lot, like, I call it nurse energy. You're very caring. Very, but it's in a way that you're able to do what needs to get done. You know, you just kind of, whoop, you know, you move right yep. into it. Um, so you were able to be there without being kind of taken off course or just getting completely overwhelmed. But I do feel like they represented a certain part of you or aspect of you, and that's completing. Uh, and it's more like mid, mid-March, oh, April, May, maybe March a little bit, but April, May, uh, in through Cancerian time, okay? So we've got that June time period. There mm-hmm. seems to be a shift. So some of the things that you maybe would have wanted to do or, or likes, preferences that are now coming up that you either had a flash that you liked that or wanted to do that, but you're perfectly, you know, content doing what you were doing or you just didn't pursue it. So, yes, you have like part A, part B. There's like a, a major demarcation line. Um, and that's just the way your soul set it up. It, it, because I feel like some of the people that you're now going to be around, somehow when mm-hmm. you look, uh, will seem very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I feel like, like totally. an art, art. Do you feel like yeah, what? I, I, no, I just feel like I'm totally going to be on a on some other level as far as dealing with some channeling classes and the rest of it. Like totally yeah. different. Friends. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I, yes, totally different. Yes, more because the others were soul aligned too. But it was it was a certain, and you could you couldn't go as far or deep as you're going to go in the old life, the lifestyle. And I, it's funny. I was going to say I almost feel you like at a, at a artist community or like a Findhorn, a spiritual community. There's something that you're going to be a part of, an integral a part of. I don't know if it's fun, okay. finding. I, I feel like you, yeah. So it's, yeah, your lifestyle is going to be very different, but I do feel you close friends again, and I feel you partnered again. It's just going to be different. It's just going to be very much of an emphasis of the spiritual, the soul, you know, the overtly spiritual and soul. And art, artists. There's a lot to to do with the artists. So that's why it happened that way. Yeah. I, I've seen that before. You don't see it all the time, but I've seen that before, where like a whole, you know, yeah, like one after the even other, a whole group or a whole fit. Yeah, uh, one out, like, one's I, out, and then the other one is just boom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like I thought I was out of the dark night of the soul, and then it all came back in again. I was like, hmm. Yeah, the dark night of the soul. Yeah, it's it's really with the yeah the ego or what we perceive or what we planned is really sometimes bit by bit and sometimes yanked from us because yeah. you're going completely in a, in a new, in a different direction. I so get it, you know, and it's like, there's nothing you can do, but go with it. 
It's under yeah. the directive of the higher self from the soul. All right, Cynthia, big hug to okay, you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Michelle. Mm-hmm. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Blessings. Hello, you're on Awakenings. Welcome to the program. You're on air. You're live on Awakenings. Okay, I'll come back. Sometimes people move away from the phone. Hello, welcome to the program. Yes, I can hear you and your child. Which, yeah, you're... Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Hello, Mary. Hey, Mary. Welcome. What's your question? Let me take off the speaker. Um, I have recently teamed up with a company that I find really incredible and inspiring. Um, and uh, the next, next step for her uh, is to increase her funding so that she can reach more people on a larger scale because she's kind of heading towards a nonprofit organization type of thing right now. And we're thinking about really focusing on um, finding a funder, and then I realized that it seemed more like maybe the funding should come on its own as she gets out there because she already has uh, people that are wanting to help her. So um, I was wondering if you had anything Internet, GoFundMe, Internet. Yes, I, I do feel that. I do feel there will be some funding. There could be sponsorship or um, grants down the road. But, yes, I'm hearing from your community to to open up that there will be people that will gladly give is what I'm hearing. And it also can, you know, generate even more connection within the community. Yeah, so you're on the right track for that, definitely. Okay? Let us know. Thank you. How it goes. Keep us posted. You're so welcome. I will. I will. Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Bye. Hello. You're on Awakenings. Welcome to the program. Hi, Michelle. It's you. Hi. Hi. My yes. name is Cynthia. How are you? Oh, another Cynthia. Hi, Cynthia. Yeah. Hi. I've called you too. I've uh, called you before. I, I think it's just something okay, in the air today. Cool. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> the reason why I'm calling is because for some reason, I've been going through a lot of um, stressful situations. And um, like one of your previous callers mentioned, the dark night of the soul. For me, it feels like it's being yeah. prolonged. And yeah, I've I gone through yeah. so many things these past three, four weeks. Mm-hmm. And I am like, what is going on? Where is this going? And where? why is this coming to me now? Um, I want to leave my job. I I'm completely had it. I've... I just want to leave, yeah. um, but because of financial, a financial, fin- financial point of view, I really can't and shouldn't, um, because I have to be mindful of that. Uh, but I'm just like, okay, where, where's my life going now? I, I'm completely lost yeah. now. What's going on? Yes, and try to having a dark night of the soul that lasts for months or years. <laughs> That's a possibility. Oh, uh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, been there. Oh, okay, so. Prepare, prepare and plan. So I, I love what you said. I want to move on, but I have to be mindful. So this yes. is like what I was sharing at the top of the program is the time to slow down and plan and prepare. Does this suit me anymore? What? No, these people, no, this job, okay. So you are, why things are slowing down right now for you and, and becoming so unbearable, it is the way that 
the the soul you know see the soul is very interesting it it has its own you know divine right timing people will say i wanted this for so long but now it's coming now well it breaks through when it can break through so i feel like mm-hmm. for you the whole more fulfillment more abundance you're wanting to be around people i feel that appreciate you more that's a biggie for you yeah and especially in the in the in also in the work front that's why it's happening. It's happening so that you can consciously more map out what it is that you want. But but you know, and this is for many people that are listening right now. The thing is, is that the yeah. old is still there, the old beliefs, old right ideas, and now you're seeing more of where you want to go. So it's that in between stage where you're having to do a little of the old, and then What's as the you're new? bridging more and more of the new. Yes. So it's. Um, Take a look at my blog post on soulplayground.life. I go into this and get some uh-huh. tools. So really clearing the, 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 the doubt, the shame, the blame, the I can't, the limitation, the fear, really getting in touch with that, you know, so it doesn't kind of rear its shadow head. And yeah. looking at, okay, how can I start making the steps, you know, but, but working with the time frame. So a lot of what you want – you know, most likely is not going to happen until the close of the year into into next year, in the beginning of next year. But the prep, okay. this is for everyone. You can start the prep, the planning, the visioning, the using intention, you know, the clearing the, you know, the, the non-life enhancing thoughts and beliefs. And as you're doing that, you know, I have things on my website that people can use. Actually, Kanta, our, our, um, who's also a hypnotherapist, has tools on her website as well. Um, okay. Which is, yeah, Kanta Bosniak. So, uh, yeah, find those tools and use them. You know, there's okay. even things on, you know, YouTube. Yeah, get get the, find out, be honest, journal, be honest, and then, okay, yeah. I've got to, you know, release, use the tools to release this, and then what I call encoding, start putting in the, the positive affirmations, the truth. You know, I am abundant, I'm lovable, yeah. I'm powerful, I can make these changes easily. This is your chance okay. to do it, and that's what's happening. Yeah. Okay, got it. Okay, that that makes uh, more um gives me a better direction of yeah. where to go. Yeah, yes. okay. Yeah. All right, Good. thank you I'm so glad. much, Michelle. Oh. You're welcome. Right. Hello, you're on Awakenings. Welcome to the program. Michelle? Yes. Hi, it's Angie. Hey, Angie. Hey, welcome. Hi. Um, sorry, it sounds different when you put me off mute. I'm like, it doesn't sound like normal. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I just <laughs> random. I know. Yeah. Um, I was curious here. I am. I'm transitioning right now. Um, yeah. I got a raise, and now I have to move out of my place by the end of the year. Um, I'm not really sure where I'm. Going. I mean, I'm staying obviously in town. I was. I'm wondering if you have any insight from um, my guys and uh, where I should be looking and when and you know, if they have any other messages in that thing. Well, I feel the looking. You, are you there another year? Um. Well, no. I I'm here until the end of the year. She gave me till the oh, end. Oh, end of the year. year. Okay. Because I feel out, yeah. you can start in November. The energy starts. Start shifting. Actually, the energy around you, um, kind of time a sag, 
seems to change. Sagittarius seems to change. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking seems- like a month before I have to go. So, okay. So start looking then. Um, go ahead. No, keep going. No, what's the question for me? Because I feel like oh, right I, now, yeah. I feel like right now, you're you're really kind of in a, a not as long, but like a mini kind of review life review what in this month like what changes could I make or where could I where could I go or where's better suited so I feel like it's kind of like kind of like the taste test you're just looking and tasting but I do feel the energy oh probably mid-November on you're just gonna I feel have a lot more clarity a lot more energy a lot more focus Mm -hmm. um I feel like there could be some people through your work that you um end up talking to about move that may even know of something and say, oh, you should look over here or go over here or I just mm-hmm. moved over here and I really love it. So there seems to be more support coming in for you November down and through December. And I would say next year is also a much more supportive time for you. If you feel like you've had to be doing things all on your own and you feel a bit exhausted, that's going to be changing. Okay. Okay. So Okay. okay. Yeah, because I wasn't sure if I wanted to move closer because I'm in L.A., um, but I'm in the Valley right now, but I need to move closer to um, my office on the west side. Um, well, I feel – well, that's the thing for you. You have to – it's your sense of fulfillment. Where you mm-hmm. feel like you need to go, where you need to move, that's what you need to do. That's okay. what it's about. It's about your sense of fulfillment and that in that lifestyle. What's less stressy? What's going to support you more? Be more interesting for you, more fulfilling, bring more joy. That's where you now need to go. You're getting that opening. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel I don't know why. I feel projects or production. I feel something around you that's going to bring some new people in your life, new influences. So I don't know if it's side projects or you work a lot project orientated, but I feel like there's some people you're going to connect to that are actually going to have, um, you know, some input on where you end up moving. Interesting. Okay. I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> okay. oh, yeah, All right. Thank It is time for our Awakening Dialogue, our second half of the program, and we have with us Friend of Awakenings, just really amazing uh, being and just a very strong, capable, wise woman who has uh, been in the field of helping others for a very long time, um, as well as an amazing artist. So we have with us today Kanta Bosniak. She's an author, artist, and interfaith minister with over 45 years' experience as an educator in spiritual growth and guided meditation. She's the author and illustrator of numerous books, collections of art, which includes a Nobel Prize winner, a popular television actress, several authors, a U.S. national champion athlete, and she's worked with people of all walks of life. She was twice an artist residence at the Omega Institute, her art has appeared in numerous magazines, including Sage Woman, Magical Blend, Tidewater Women, and the International Journal of Visionary, Outsider, and Contemporary Folk Art, Raw Vision. We're going to be talking, many of you maybe know um, of her book, Bye Bye Mr. Malicious. 
and we're going to be talking to her about smear campaigns. All right, welcome to the program, Kanta Bosniak. Welcome. Hi, Michelle. Great hey, to be here. Kanta, welcome. <laughs> yes. Oh, wonderful to have you here. Wow, and so timely. I know last time you were here, oh it was timely gosh, as yeah. well. <laughs> right? And um, yeah, I just feel, you know, you have such breadth of breadth and depth of wisdom and experience that you've coupled with your own insight and your journey, I feel has brought that to you. And also the journey of being able to observe others. So not just in your own personal life, but what's Mm. happening around the collective. And then as well as the wisdom you get from working with your individual clients. So I feel like we're very blessed to have you here. And it's not by chance, especially when we're doing this review. There's a lot of reviewing going on, right? Yes, it, it. Your one of your callers, um, you all were talking about uh, divine timing and also the dark night of the soul. Yeah, and I feel like um, there is there's been a sort of bizarre divine timing with these two books, by by Mister Malicious, and then you know it's complement smear campaigns having come you know having come to completion right at the same time that our culture is doing that same dark night of the soul yeah and um yeah. I, I i honestly i mean it's a paradigm shift i mean in yeah. an individual Huge. sense you know so many so many women in particular with um with me too you know it just we've got to a place where we're done or not we're that's it's not that we're going to be wishing and hoping for a new time when the feminine is honored it's that we demand it mhm and um you know kind of a little bit to reach back i mean we're talking about smear campaigns and and how when we deal with those, whether in our personal lives or in our culture, we help heal, you know, the whole mm-hmm. of us. Um, and it's it's really, to talk about smear campaigns, I do think it helps to reach back to some of the principles which were put, put forth in Bye Bye Mr. Malicious because they really are the foundation um, of, of a certain way of understanding this, and a, and particularly why, you know, I, I see it this way, and I think it's appropriate to discuss it on your show this way. It's from a, a spiritual as well as a practical oh, perspective. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, well, spiritual. Um, it's all consciousness, so it's you have less real spirit as you know this as a minister less real spiritual connection when people are acting this out you know and it does affect spiritually i mean it affects the soul i mean the soul atrophies in this kind of environment it does you know it does right it i mean really that's does. one of the and things a lot of our colleagues. The, the, mm-hmm. go ahead no it's gonna say one of the things that um 
that it's interesting and kind of uncanny the the uh, survivors to thrivers that I have worked with that have had uh, been sexually assaulted or raped or molested, especially molested as a child. They all said the same thing, and they didn't know each other. It takes mm. your soul. It takes your soul away. It lessens your soul. Yeah. It hurt me to the soul. All said the same thing. It does something to your soul. Or I felt soulless for years. I, I just didn't know who I was. I, didn't, I felt I didn't have a soul anymore. They took my soul from me. So, yeah, I, feel, I agree with you. I feel that it, it has very, very strong um, implications. Uh, and as well as I want to get your take on it, I feel even more so because I feel a lot of religions and spiritual groups have had a lot of this abuse infused in it. It's been within the system. I think it's only because, yeah. you know, Pluto and Capricorn, it's, it's busting up the system. But it's been, that hasn't been a safe haven either. I, I don't know what you Very much what your not. Thoughts are Very on that. much not. Yes. Any system, any system which is used um, to enforce toxic patriarchy and authoritarianism mm-hmm. and to diminish the feminine um, takes everybody's soul. Even the even the ones uh, even the even the men even the men who you know appear to be the per- we think of them as perpetrators. We think of them as the ones in charge. But even even those guys, they're it's fractured because we both yeah have we have a feminine, we have a masculine in us. They are yeah. they are archetypal qualities that we all share and you know it isn't really about women and men at the soul level but in no. on the earth you know level it looks like uh, men con- attempting to con- control women and the religion enforcing yeah. that yeah but it's women to yeah it's that it's that like you said the it is absolutely patriarchy women it is yeah it is absolutely and women too. I, and, and Go ahead. And they are victims. You see it in their eyes. You see the, the, the vacancy there where the soul is not able to penetrate. Um, you absolutely do. I, I think of it, and this is, this is uh, a little bit where it reaches back into concepts that are put forth in, by, by Mr. Malicious, but I think that um, what we're looking at, and it's coming, it's coming into really a, a paradigm shift level right now. It looks like a battle. Right. But I think it's a yes. cleansing. Um, where Ooh, I like that. It's have, like a battle, but it's really a cleansing. Yeah. 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 You have the toxic masculine and the toxic feminine both, mm-hmm. you know, involved in this, supporting this authoritarian mm-hmm. yin-yang, so to speak, where You've got the ones who are in control and the ones who are controlled. Um, and to to get back to your you know vacant and soul soulless kind of look that you see with these women, um, they have to to be participate in that and cooperate in maintaining their their stance and their position there. They have to yeah. turn off their energy that has to turn off their their um, ability to sense what's 
to a certain level to sense what's going on and the energy around them because who could stand it? It's so it's so unpleasant. Yeah. You know, they have right. to stand denial. There's a, there's a they vacancy to, in the, those that, yes, but there's a vacancy in those that are doing it as well, right? The, the oh, no inflicting question. Out of no their window. Because, right, okay. Yes. So it's on because both ends is what people, you're saying. Yes, absolutely. Um, the, on the, on the controller side of things, you know, the toxic masculine side, um, that archetypal type of a, of a man or um, as well as toxic, you know, patriarchy in general, okay? This is, this is right. a person without conscience. This is a person without connection to his heart. He cannot have remorse. He, he has such a fragile ego that he's not able to really learn because to learn, you have to be able to acknowledge that you make mistakes and you have to be able mm. to look at yourself with compassion to, to do mm. fearless and searching yeah. inventory to make those changes. And this is a person who doesn't have compassion for himself or anyone else. So, so is in that circumstance you have um, you have a, a person who doesn't care how much pain you're in. He just assumes. In fact, he likes that you're in pain. That's part of his what makes him feel better, and that's why you can have oh, a wow. situation where people are not understanding. And now, I'm I'm going to say some you know some of my perspective on what's happening, and and I don't mean to put you on the spot or, or ask you to agree with me or anything like that. But I do think it's it's telling that we're seeing a movie right now in front of playing out in front of our eyes. People say, well how could how could people not hear Dr. Ford's testimony and not be moved? It's that oh, the same, I could understand the same it. Yeah. Yes. The same yeah. um cruelty and lack of conscience that could do a thing like that is shared by those people who can hear it and not care and say something like, well, we'll hear the lady, but then we're going to, we're going to confirm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, it's not some sort of what's, where's the logic there. These are people who are not driven by logic. They're driven by, you know, this, the Mr. Melissa's archetype is driven by the desire to diminish to be victor over and and really is in opposition to all things um, having to do with both what I would call the healthy masculine as well as the healthy mm-hmm. feminine. So he mm-hmm. is that the the toxic feminine will put up with and in, even will fight to fight to preserve that status quo because they think that that. That's what that's what gives them meaning. That they learned that in their their upbringing, harkening back to what you were talking about, you know, their perhaps a religious upbringing or whatever. And and they they think that they think that um, these new these new ideas are an existential threat to them, just like the mm-hmm. toxic masculine does. So, what is the healthy masculine and the healthy feminine? The healthy masculine would be um, that that part of you and, and, and all people 
who's sort of like a Dudley do right, who's this, you know, who will who protects, who believes in the rule of law, yeah. who, who has principles, who, you know, think um, well in culture. It, you would maybe think of um, the FBI, the CIA, um, certain aspects. Guys in these. In, I'm saying guys, but I'm sure they're, you know, would refer to women too. Uh, but I'm just saying guys, guys who really do care about our well-being and are and are working hard for it, you know. And, and you know, in oh, I don't know, modern mythology, you have like the Luke Cage type of a person. You know what I mean? The person who that's sort of a Again, the, the strong protector, uh, and then the, to, the the healthy feminine is empathy, is love, is compassion. So, the toxic masculine and the toxic feminine are both directly opposed to um, this new wave of. I'm going to call them spiritual warriors. I'm sure there are a lot of people who are spiritual warriors who would never call themselves that. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. imagine that um, Robert Mueller would call himself a spiritual warrior. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it's a little woo woo, right? Are, yeah, but they're but but they are there. But they're connected to spirit. Yeah, they. I yeah, they probably they are absolutely but connected to spirit. You, they're connected with the role yeah. of law, both the the law of the land yeah. and the real law. You know, like the universal exactly. law. They are connected with principles. I I would I would bet Conte if you if with those people if you put it that way, reframe it in terms they would they would feel it and agree. They would because they they've got. Um, that right, spiritual yes. connection. Let me throw something out here, a little bit, a little bit of background to let's dance with, and I want to get your opinion Absolutely on that. Do, um, do it, girl. Okay. Okay, here we go. We're going. So <laughs> we're looking at this, and clearly, it is. And I and I remember from one of my courses, one of my teachers used to when we're studying uh, border, which it took me many years. It took me to. Be, Date one to realize that they that yeah this is, they can change a little bit but it's a lot of <laughs> it's a lot to it, maintain. Uh, yeah, I, I thought oh I didn't yeah not not no not this like not doing it but anyway borderline or narcissist um, but they'd rather be because like you said with the they don't have the self love because they don't have an inner self mm-hmm. they don't you know mm-hmm. they, they're not anchored to the soul. Um, so they don't have the compassion or the self-love, so they'd rather be, it's either dead or right. They have to be right. So they would, Absolutely. even if something does, right, doesn't make sense. And the other thing is I feel with the, a lot of the women, and I liken it to, you see it with racism. I was having a conversation with a friend the other day, and I said, well, look, there, there were plenty of, you know, um, Jewish people that, you know, had to, you know, we've seen it with whether African slaves, Jewish, whatever, in the camps that went against their, for safety. So I feel like a lot yeah, of these, they don't want to look, right? Absolutely. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, they don't want to look. They have their life. Many of them are already in. They know they are dating or married to somebody like that, or they're getting you know physically abused. Uh, so they don't want to. They don't want to peep up. You know. So yes, this comes. Let's look at. So this comes from this wounding on both sides that's so deep that now they have to wound others to keep their, you know, uh, yes, take the that energy from correct. other people. And coming for this. So where where does the mass healing? Because I feel like right now we're in the awareness phase of it. And I've actually a couple of years ago did a Facebook post on this because the guide said that the, a lot of the problem was the enabling that we're the light workers. Everybody's looking the other way and just saying, Oh, oh I couldn't be around agree them. more. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. So. They're like, you know, you can't go to Australia anymore. You can't go to the Himalayas and just say, I don't want to be around these people. I think it's the statistics is one out of three, one out of three or one out of four. Mm-hmm. Um, so where does that, you know, and they're nasty. They can be, you know, scary, nasty, like the smear campaign. They can really go after you, and they and they get their flying monkeys around that, that, that will lie, <laughs> will say things. I mean, I saw it in that relationship. You, 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 the sky is blue, and they get people to say the sky is green. <laughs> And believing it, they do. Where does that Where does that leave us in our culpability for not, you know, we're probably having a smidgy of those traits, but not being, you know, borderline or you know, narcissist or sociopath. Where does the healing come in? Do you see that or the wounding? Because we're in this a, a rude awakening. We're we're becoming more aware. But what does that get us? What's next? It's becoming so extreme. I I think that's a super great question. And it's a super great question. And I think that, again, I I think there's there's a sort of as above, so below, a sort of chunking up, chunking down to societal, to how it works in society and to how it works in individuals. And how it works in individuals, let's go there for starters and then go go to the other, okay? How it works in individuals, I mean... And by the way, Mr. Melissa, it's an, I know I know you read that book. Um, there yes, are there maybe I don't I haven't counted them, but maybe twenty different stories. There are a lot of stories of women who were in that dead place, and it had to get really bad for them to come out of denial. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not that bad. Um, it, I, you know, I need to be in this relationship for my survival. It, I don't want to rock the boat. Whatever they were telling themselves. Yeah. Um, and let me it, just interject here for those that are listening. A lot of people, me as an empath and a psych, it's healing can help. Therapy can help. Things can turn around. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of people, Let's people thinking by prayer, I'll go to therapy or he or she will go to therapy, it, you know, I can still be my light. I can still do what I need to do, but the effects are devastating. Okay, so go ahead. They are devastating. And the the goal of that Mr. Melissa's type person is to kill your soul, to kill your happiness, that you can pray until the the cows come home and you're not going to make a dent because it's a free will universe. And it's not, they don't respect your prayer. They don't respect your care. They don't respect your love. And they don't. Mm-hmm. They are. They may say they do though. They can, they can, like, they can be pounding the chest and namaste a lot. <laughs> you know, they can be namasteing you. Yeah, there are. And going to the meditation retreat. Who, 
Yeah, that's that is so true. Because those 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 guys wear all kinds of different cloaking devices to get around in yeah. society. But you know, back to hell. Where is the healing? Where did, where does it come in? It comes in in the individual level when a woman comes out of denial, when she begins to like the light bulb goes on. This is not keeping me safe. I'm not. I'm in danger here. Mm-hmm. It, he's getting worse and worse and worse. And yeah. I just, you know, so they do I, get I worse. Then is what you're saying individually. They it gets do get worse, worse until it gets so bad yeah. that the woman leaves. It's just mm-hmm. like anything else. It's like alcoholism. For an alcoholic, that's going to get worse until they die, or until right. they stop. Okay, so. With an individual woman, it needs to be the light bulb needs to go on, and you can you can apply that on a societal level too, and that's where we are. Okay, so well, okay. let's go back to the individual real quick because Bye Bye Mr. Malicious focused primarily on what happens, you know, leading up to her leaving, and then her beginning to get her life back and her happy back, and it's about that, this, this you know, kind of complementing, you know, book or um, additional book on the same topic really focuses in on what happens after she leaves. Okay, mm, so okay. when she has left, the guy who needs to control to keep his own sense of order because that's how he gets a sense of order and worth is to control another person. So Mm. when that slips away from him, it's an existential threat for him. He feels it is an existential threat if if you like vanilla and he likes chocolate. So imagine Mm -hmm. when you leave, that's, you know, whether it's you break up, you get a divorce, whatever, um, he he just can't handle it, and his only way of he hopes regaining control is to um, diminish your voice and to make you a non-person, to make you he's good, you're evil. There, you know, these people are binary thinkers. Mm-hmm. You're a person, then you're a non-person. But even when you're a person, you're not really a person because you belong to him. And if you mm-hmm. have the audacity to, be, to declare your personhood and, and use your, your personal sovereignty to make a choice of leaving him, you become a complete non-person and a completely evil non-person at that. And so that's where the individual smear campaign comes in and how you can heal that heal within yourself. You've already healed within yourself a whole lot of the toxic feminine to have left in the first place. And you're you're putting the icing on the cake in terms of, you know, really healing yourself by not engaging. And you know, if he's smearing you but it doesn't actually have anything to do with your your life in terms of your business or your children, you know, you you can go, you can just really do not, no contact. In that sort of a circumstance, 
you're moving on and just choosing to be happy. And when he throws you um, a smear, you just let that bell roll. You mm. don't need to fix him. You don't need to be right. Don't you don't need to, you right. just don't, you don't go there at all. And so you have healed even more than you already have your own toxic feminine and replaced it with, um, you, you know, kind of the spiritual warrior, the, the, the person who can be both strong and, and empathetic. You can be strong for yourself. You can give yourself empathy. And you can give yourself permission to be happy. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that heals the whole because when you are happy, when you kind of raise your vibe, you raise the vibe of the whole. We're all connected. Okay? So, mm, I like so, that. Yeah. And, you, and you, of course, you inspire everyone around you who knew you were, you were whipped. Not, I don't necessarily mean that in any sort of physical sense. But you knew that your soul was kind of lost to you and then saw you gain your strength back, well, that's inspiring for everybody. So how does mm-hmm. that same thing play out on the societal level? Okay, so it gets worse, it gets worse, it gets worse, and the toxic feminine in all of us, men and women, that is in denial. It's not that bad. Uh, my voice mm-hmm. doesn't really matter. I, I don't have any real power or... Um, you know, I don't want to be embarrassed. Type of that's person. what they this use. Spiritual. Right? Say that. Say that again, mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to be saying? embarrassed. That's a big one because we don't want the shame. I don't want to be embarrassed. Smear. I don't want people yeah. to think badly of me. I don't want to say anything that might um, cause someone to be mad at me. Um, Mm-hmm. or it might hurt my business, or, you know, all the excuses mm-hmm. that we make. Or, you know, the, this is a classic excuse among um, people in spirituality, um, you know, kind of, I call them cloud floaters. Those people yeah. who, you know, think that they're being more spiritual if they ignore politics, um, if they... Mm-hmm avoid social activism of any kind if they just stick their heads in the sand it's like that does not make you spiritual you have you know that is selfishness it's this it's it's i would call that the it's a combination of the toxic feminine denial thing and also the toxic masculine selfishness i don't care it's not my problem you know it's 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 basically when people say um I don't know, entitlement, those sorts of things. Um, that's that. It's, it's, you have to be pretty entitled to think that you're going to float above everything and call yourself spiritual and pat yourself on the shoulder and think that's okay. So when we, as a culture, when it gets worse and worse and worse, and we realize, well, wait a minute, I think that some level of self-interest may play into it a little bit when people kind of get smacked upside their head and realize, well, wait a minute, um, my my finances are going to be affected. Yeah. You know, if if my health insurance is taken away, my children are going to be affected if education gets dismantled. 
and so on. Mm. You know, so mm-hmm. there's some level of it isn't getting it, it's it's really it is that bad, and it's getting worse. So hey, wait a minute, maybe I should pay attention. Also, I think people. Um, People's, people who are not deeply entrenched in a Mr. Malicious or Miss Powerless archetype, you know, they're not deeply entrenched in acting those things out there. I mean, we're not, it's not a binary universe, and not everyone is deeply entrenched all the way in one thing or the other. Right. Most of us are somewhere in between, and we, we may flirt with um, these, these toxic um, stances, but we also, when we see children in cages and when we see a woman be smeared who's come forth with very credible and corroborated allegations and she's being smeared, it's like there are people in power as well as all of us who are watching who say, no, that's just not okay. And, you know, I mean, when I was writing smear campaigns, I I was, you know, this was before all of this, this latest business. And at that time I thought, well, some of what's going on right now is the mother of all smear campaigns. Well, now I see this and I think, well, no, this is the mother of all smear campaigns. It's like, how could this even think, be happening? And so you get, yeah, you get people I, where the light bulb goes on. Yeah, I think it has to hit so many various buttons. Like, yeah, I had a, a client that that uh, have that actually had few, so I kind of stay in the neutral. But they know my opinion. <laughs> Everybody knows. But anyway, voted for I Trump know. and kept singing his praises until it started hitting the health care because they have a pre they have. Pre-existing condition and they exactly. their healthcare is quite expensive. Mm-hmm. And then they mm-hmm. said, "Oh, I don't. I bet you never thought I would say this. I'm not so sure it was the right choice." And I said, "Well, mm-hmm. you know." And uh, so yeah, it's very interesting, and that's what I feel like the bigger. It's the trade-off. It's the trade-off, and women have been ta- taught. Men have too, but to the more the degree, the toxic patriarchy you know, not the healthy aspect, but the, has taught many women to make choices for perceived safety, you know, and financial yes, security. Exactly. And so a lot of mm-hmm. these women get paired. That's why the, his wife doesn't, you know, we can see what's going on. <laughs> you know, she's batting her head. That his sad, hand away. sad and angry looking lady. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. That, that, that's just counting, you know, until she can get out. But um, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think this that system that, and again, it, it probably, I, I, I think about it, I think God reminds me of like the 1800s where you had no, you know, 17, 1800s where you had no choice because there were no options. Mm-hmm. I think we still have a, that residue, a smidgy individually, but for sure collectively is still hanging over. I agree with you, you know, but I think the, it's gotten so terrible that it, it's like it, like the toxicity is out it. from under its yes. rock. We we can no longer. Yes, I agree. More and more and more of us and people that you really wouldn't expect. I mean, you know, I we've all seen these clips and interviews from people in the intelligence community and you know uh, the military people that 
in a million years you would not expect them to be speaking out, and yeah. they are. And it's yeah. like, which is beautiful. I just think we're all waking up. I think I think we yeah. are waking up. And I think that you know, with me too, we just as women, we're not we're not having it anymore. And I I think, yeah. um, well, the divine feminine through men or women. It's the new the you divine said earlier, feminine the new... through men and women, and the divine masculine through men and women. That of us that says. No, we're going to stand up and speak. We're going to stand yeah. up and speak. I think the divine masculine and the divine feminine is working in more and more people. We are having this balance, and that's why you get these folks, you know, come on news clips that are so surprising. It's like, is he really saying that? It's like they're, they're wise, they're smart, and they are empathic, these, these guys yeah. and um, positions of they really are protectors and, and they know yeah. more than we would think and they have access to more of their heart and their you know they went into this a lot of these guys they went into that those professions because they really do care about the rule of law and they really do care about yeah. principles and they're seeing um, corruption and graft and just blatant Ugliness, and they're and, and you know they're and they're gallant, and they're saying no, you don't talk about women like that. That's not going to fly. Yeah. So I do I do think we're waking up. I do think what the end game for us as spiritual beings and spiritual beings have a having a human experience is mm-hmm. to take our take ourselves in hand and kind of heal within ourselves those yeah. elements of the toxic feminine that's, that is yeah. resentful but won't do anything about it and the toxic masculine, yeah. which is selfish, and raise our vibration well, up and balance ourselves yeah. so that we have both things working. Yeah, we have to. And also we create, we create those beings until we heal enough you know, nature, nurture, combo, whatever, whatever you want to believe, etheric yeah. plane, whatever. They're 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 coming they're coming out. <laughs> they're coming out and growing. They up, are. So. They are. And, right. And I mean, in terms we have of to like heal. What my yes, my advice for people who, you know, kind of have done a lot of their own healing and have moved out of those toxic relationships and have, yeah, really gotten their happy back. It's like. You know, a lot of people who are doing, you know, some people who are doing social activism are doing it from a shrill, angry place. Uh, you know, that's that's right. That happens. But a lot of us are doing it from a cup. My cup is running over, kind of a place. It's like, well, you know, um, I yeah, exactly. I'm a, my default state is I'm a happy person. But that doesn't mean that I don't care if children are put in cages. I'm going to say something. I'm going to do something. And, and right. you know, in our own ways, whatever that may be, we don't necessarily all mm-hmm. need to. It's like not all of us are called to march. You know, I don't have mm-hmm. a physical body. I'm an older woman, and I have still have some uh, residues from, you know, chemotherapy treatment 11 years ago affected me in ways that um, are 
we're pretty serious and still, you know, and I'm also older anyhow. So it's like I, I could not mm-hmm. do that. I, my body would not be able to do that. But I can write books. You know what I mean? It's like you do what you can do and what makes sense for you to do and what your heart calls, your heart and mind together call you to do. And also you live a happy life because, you know, if you if you really and truly want to contribute as a citizen uh, in any way that's meaningful, you're going to need to, sort of like a teacher, you know, or a nurse or anybody that's right. a caregiver, you have to take care of yourself. You have to do what you, know, you need to do to be happy and have a happy life. You know, to be able to have your cup still running over so that you have the extra energy to do, to contribute. But what happens to, and maybe we have to have a part two because we're winding out, but what happens to them because obviously they deserve love and they and they cycle through person after person, you know. Um, you know, mine I close the door on, but a lot of his exes, you know, he's got a in a community on the board of this and that and um but he did give me a he sent me this article and said for me the psychic empath is the worst as the narcissist's worst nightmare <laughs> because once the door shut it's shut <laughs> i was like yeah damn straight <laughs> but that's i right. you know, and I that's his problem you know, that what what the answer to quick attempt answer answer to your question is nothing. You do nothing. You let them have, you, you trust. The day, you give them the respect and the okay. trust that they are also connected yeah. with the divine just like you are, that they have the seed of it in themselves, and that they will learn in their own good time, which probably is going to be okay. lifetime. Lifetime. Yeah. Lifetime. <laughs> Definitely not this lifetime, because they're, they're slow learners. Yeah. They're like rocks. And, and learning because they don't, yeah. they're not self-reflective like we were talking about before. And in the in the big picture, what you do when you when you're engaging with you know the toxic masculine as cultural reinforced misogyny is you you have compassion for as best you can, you know, we're all human. So if somebody does something awful, you know, your human heart's going to just hate them. But, but you just remember, okay, um, we're dealing with very slow learners and we can't go at their pace. Mm -hmm. So, you know, as best as you can, you don't hate them, but you don't, you don't tolerate the behavior either. And you do everything that you can with others, all of us working together in our own way, but working to contribute to, you know, um, bringing about a better way, a better society where there's more freedom and more harmony and more equality. Um, Yeah. More quality. But do you think eventually that there's, that eventually like, let's say, I don't know when in the new paradigm we're we're all creating that or co-creating that or spirit as us through us. Do you think at some point that this will be extinct? This way of being, I guess that's my um, Pollyanna. It'll be gone at some point. Maybe, but will we even be here then? I don't know, Michelle. 
Well, what maybe we, not. We I see. know, maybe not that. But I mean, it is an aspect of duality. It is an aspect of it you know. It is an aspect duality. of the polarity. It, it certainly is. But what we can do um, <laughs> is sort of what happened with cigarette smoking. We can, mm. um, you know, what I'm saying it's like we can um, create. A, we can put in place the rule of law and 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 fairness in our society so that these people cannot operate with impunity or hijack it. And we much. can raise yeah, yes, and we can raise um, our children. To understand that right. women are to be respected, mm-hmm. I like and that. we can raise right our children now, to understand most... that men really can cry if they need to, you know, and they really right. can be they can be whole. Yeah, so it's those we changes. can we can normalize to because... normalize uh, fairness. Yeah, because most. Positions of power do have a borderline or more, uh, not only a narcissist but malignant narcissist at the helm. They they, they they rise to the power very easily and are supported. So yeah, I think in the changes that you're talking about with children, you know, raising more conscious, you know, children be more conscious with them, more truthful, more authentic, as you say, equal treating. Then it seems like you know, that's got to make a dent in the collective. I think so. I actually am very um, optimistic because, uh, as you said, um, I, I, you know, I do some coaching. I don't do as much coaching as I have done in the past. By any means, I I only just really want to see a few clients, maybe one or two even. I mostly write books and, um, and officiate weddings. Okay, so... Mm. I meet I meet um I meet young people all the time and I see how they interact with one another as part as partners and mm-hmm. you, they're so different they're so mm-hmm. different than what my generation I'm in my late 60s okay so mm-hmm. so I'm old enough to be their grandmother and Right. So we're looking at sort of two generations down, and they are just so smart, and they're kind, and they're empathetic, and um, the the young men are are love that their that their mates are strong and quirky, and you know have their own minds, and the, and the young women love that their their mates are um, warm and funny and creative. It's like it's just a different world, and that to me is very, very heartening. They they are already more balanced. They've done what what I've been talking about is you know sort of balancing those those elements of ourselves within ourselves. They've they've done it. <laughs> they've already they're doing it. it. They're doing it. Now, Conta, mm-hmm. really, um, we're winding out, but you do have for the listeners a wonderful gift. Yes, um, where uh, smear campaign is um, available smear campaign on Amazon. And by by Mr. Malicious. I was going to make it just oh, smear yeah, campaigns, okay. but they really do. They really do go well together. 
and um, Smear Campaigns okay. is a little short, easy read, and Bug on Mr. Malicious is a little more of a read, but it has a lot of humor in it, um, and it's a fun read. Um, and what do people they, need to do? So they're free uh, this today, Wednesday, October 3rd and 4th. It's, it's, okay. it's actually available to everyone right now, every reader, only the listeners of your show, but every... Yay. Every reader can go to Amazon.com today and tomorrow and click on those two books and get them free. Um, I timed okay. the freebie Thank you. for your listeners because okay. I really thought, you know, if they're hearing us talk about this, wouldn't it be fun if they could just bite right into something juicy and delicious, you know, and really yeah. enjoy it. And they, um, so I made it free, really, to you know, for your listeners in terms of the timing. Thank you. Thank My you. pleasure. It's it's really um, oh. kind of just a fun fun thing <laughs> to yeah. do. Concha, I always love having you on, and um, we're out of time. We're over time. So, but that's great. I love it. Over time with Concha and Michelle on Awakening. <laughs> Um, come back anytime. Again, you're such a wealth of insight and, you know, great information and wisdom and love what you're doing. Love how you're speaking your truth and what you've seen Thank you. over the years and that you're putting it in a form that people can easily, you know, access it. I think that's great. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And it's always fun to be, to be on your show. I, I've, I've felt great about, our conversations from the beginning, which I think now is maybe, is it possible that it was 10 years ago that we had our first one? Is it that I know we talked oh about, what, You were here in the beginning I then. Cause, cause I don't know, but I remember we talked about dishes and um, I had just yeah. gotten dishes and um, I just got new ones again. <laughs> so there's, there's a turn of the wheel here. <laughs> <laughs> well, always, just a joy so thanks for being back on and uh come back again awesome i will thank you bye thank you bye all right everyone that was Kanta bosniak you can go to kantabosniak.com k-a-n-t-a-b-o-s-n-i-a-k that's dot com and uh these are great reads um bye bye mr malicious as well as smear campaigns, and uh, applies both, can be Mr. or Mrs., but anyway, it's great information, you know, great resource to have um, in your library, that's for sure. So you can go to Amazon.com, and um, both books are free on Kindle today and tomorrow, October 3rd and 4th. What a wonderful gift she gave us. Thanks, Kata. All right, everyone, and... uh, as always, uh, great connect with all of you. If you're interested in anything for Awakenings or have any correspondence, guest suggestions, topic suggestions, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you're interested in the upcoming workshops, uh, get on the list. I'll send you the information. And again, that's awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Or you can go to soulplayground.life and the power of intention and visioning is a teleworkshop that's happening on Saturday, October 13th. All right, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and of course, keep awake. 
Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows are available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversation and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook and visit Michelle's blog at soulinsightsforspiritledliving.com. That's soulinsights, the number four, spiritledliving.com. Keep awake.